Welcome to Inkfeather's podcast. This is where books, tales and verses are brought to life. Today's story is called Mandra and is written by Rukma Anil. This is a part of a larger compilation of stories called Lost and Misunderstood. The compiler for which is Radhika Menon. The story has been beautifully narrated by Anupriya Pandey. You wretched woman! The screams echoed through the courtyard as Kakei ran along the corridor. She hurriedly lifted me. I stood up, half my height bent and humiliated. Bharata held me on the stick. I would play this memory until the day I die. It was Sumitra's son, Shatrughna. I wish you rot in hell. Shatrughna muttered under his breath as he left. Way past my prime in greying finery humped on my back, I felt the pathetic little gazes swarm me, from the maids, the page boys, Kakei and Bharata. Let me help you to your room, mother. It was Bharata, the kind, sweet one. As mother and son escorted me to my old room, I heard the chambermaid's thing. Serves her right. If it weren't for her, he would have had our crown prince in the palace. He would have been king. Kakei served a glass of water as Bharata eased me onto the mattress. She sat by my side. Bharata took leave. I observed Kakei. She had aged years after that day's incident. I could read her. I knew her well. I was her governess. Well, some say we were sisters even. Some used to call me Rekha, until they did not. I was a princess too, in a former life. I remember the endless number of suitors who asked for my hand. Even before Kakei was born, I took good care of myself. I adorned myself with the prettiest garlands of jasmine and champak. To be a woman was to be bewitchingly beautiful. I had to preserve that gift. So I treated my body to the best of perfumes and cleansers like red sandalwood. I remember the day when Kakei was born. She was entrusted to me. She was beautiful just like me. With her wide eyes and a black tuft of hair, I loved her. She was my own. Her eyes were not that wide or curious now. I couldn't recognize if those were her eyelids or just layers of sadness and guilt drooping over those pretty eyes. She was angry. I could tell that. She would not look at me. She wouldn't speak to me. I think it was more convenient that way. As I drank the water, I thought of the days we spent running around the palace grounds, trying to get Kakei to eat. I taught her everything I knew. Arts, music, governance, literature, I watched her change. She was six. She would try to walk like me. With her juvenile attempts of bending her hips at angles in an awkward gait, and I would laugh and tell her, that's not how I walk, and then sway my hips and turn around and say, see, that's how you do it. It all started with a dull ache in the back. Every morning when I woke up, with every passing day, I felt my side go deeper into the ground. Until one day, I couldn't see more than a man who looked at me and steered away. He was a messenger from a kingdom. Father looked dejected. No one wanted to marry me. 
and that day i knew i could not lift my neck up i had to crane it sideways to not feel the crippling pain that i felt no herbs could help me no vapors or massage could straighten the spine nothing excited me the perfumes garlands and the cleansers reminded me of rekha so did kakei as she swayed her hips as she walked with ears my skin became dark and it wrinkled my palms crackled like parchment i became mandara the hunchback the maid of kakei however there was one part of my beauty that flourished it grew into a warrior wrapped itself in fierceness and swayed its hips as it walked it was kakei as for me i draped myself in drab colors i watched kakei as she got married to dashratha i bore witness to her yielding bharata i was there in ayodhya throughout the boy's childhood i was provided for food fine clothes fragrant rooms you name it sumitra and kaushalya treated me like their mother i was almost their age they would leave me out of their conversations out of respect for my age i wondered if by age they meant my ugliness with kakei being the youngest wife and dashratha's favorite we grew apart we would greet each other in the corridors or she would send for me if she needed me being mandara was difficult i had no form or purpose i had no place in the court or the palace who was i a wife a mother a courtier a concubine nothing i mandara did not have a home what troubled me the most probably was kakei she had all that i wished for to love her was to love my past to hate her was to hate myself i would like to tell myself that i loved kakei dearly that i could not bring mandara to be happy the distance was suffocating the boys loved playing i was trying to stroll through the gardens with its green leaves and lush foliage rama the eldest one had thrown a ball it landed near my foot i bent down to pick it up as i flung it in the air it fell away from him he was angry he was a child it must have hurt him that he missed the shot as for me i couldn't move much he came running to me poor boy must have felt sad as i tried to reach him he struck me with his bat and ran into the palace crying in anger i picked myself up as i walked to my room to change i heard kaushalya no rama she is not ugly she is just old and tired rama had called me ugly he was a child and he felt i was ugly as i retired to my room i saw bharata run up to me mandara mother the voice called does it hurt i'm sorry rama did not want to hurt you the bat only flew i looked at him his eyes shone like little stars he had kakei's eyes propping myself on a cushion i motioned bharata towards me and said you'll come across mandaras they can be ugly please promise me you won't hurt them word or deed Bharata looked at me and said I won't hurt mandaras 
यू आर नॉट अगली आई लाइक यू भरता रैन अवे एज ही सेट दिस आई वॉच्ड हिम रन आउट थ्रू द कर्टन्स आई फेल्ट ही वॉज अ काइंड स्वीट बॉय The ears turned in. Dashratha had sent the boys to study under Sage Vashishtha a few years back. I heard the eldest one had managed to secure himself King Janaka's daughter Janaki. They say she is very beautiful. That she was the daughter of the earth. That Janaka found her in a box when he inaugurated the ploughing of the land that year. I feel bad for whoever had to put that girl in a box. As for Bharata, he married Kushadwaja's daughter Mandvi. I can't wait to see him with his wife. The princes and their consorts are arriving. They are at their gates. I dragged myself enthusiastically to greet my Bharata, Kakei's Bharata. As I neared, I saw Kakei excitedly embracing a boy. It was the eldest one. Disgusting. Why would Kakei receive Rama so enthusiastically while Bharata stood beside him? She fed Rama sweets and then fed Bharata. She always had a soft spot for Rama. He is not even her own child. How could she love both of them the same? Why does everyone love Rama so much? Why is he everybody's favorite? I had greater plans for Kakei, for us. Why did she have so much love for Kaushalya's son? A messenger had later informed me that Dashratha was planning to choose the heir to the kingdom. I was getting old. The princes were of age. Kakei glowed like the befitting son of the Ishkwakus. It was unsettling. Dashratha nominating an heir would mean one of the boys would become king. Where does that place his mother, the queen mother? Now if Rama were to be the king that would mean less power for Kakei where would that place me the hunchback maid of Kakei as soon as word reached me that Rama was chosen to be king i wanted to have an audience with Kakei i met her in her chambers the huge mirror with an assortment of aromatic cosmetics and balms at the corner of the room there she was retiring for the day taking off the rubies from her ears rama will be king in 2 days i decided to set this right for me so rama will be king he will make a good king she pulled out a pearl garland and handed them to me with a smile i saw a flicker of hurt through the smile i saw the heaviness in her smile kakei was very happy for rama but she also felt sad that bharata was not even considered dashratha had revelled about how happy kakei was about rama becoming the king he did not know her as well as mandara but is good often enough my son is the loyal brother of the king but he is not the king what does that make you she looked at me like the ground beneath her feet had slipped Rama is as much a son to me as he is to Kaushalya. That he is. But you are not Kaushalya. We do not know what kind of a king Rama would make. But Bharata is your son. He is kind and fair and loyal. If Bharata becomes the king, you become the queen mother. People will talk, Kakei, that your son did not deserve to be a ruler. 
while in your heart you know bharata would have made an excellent ruler will you be able to live with the guilt of not having fought for your son for something you very well know he deserves think about it it's too late mandara not yet you have something from the war two actually the next thing was the coronation kakei claimed her boons rama left for vanvas bharata became king dashrata headed heavenwards urmila slept for 14 years lakshman accompanied rama and janaki rama would ask janaki to take the agni pariksha to prove her chastity deep in my heart i always knew rama was insecure about his dark skin janaki's beauty and virtue a poor little boy he never grew out of it the rest is history bharata still rules in rama's stead mandara i lost track it was kakei let me know if you need anything as she walked out she stopped at the entrance she turned to look at me the look hinted disgust for me i would not blame her it was a moment of weakness she had given in and to think i made it happen gives me a sense of relief the world doesn't remember mandaras we are insignificant we don't have bodies to speak of in an age when manu endorsed fair maidens we are punished for the crimes we did not commit who can make this better for us a good ruler who else could it be other than the little boy who did not think that mandara was ugly it was a heart wrenching story if you like this episode do following for this podcast for more until then see you next time bye bye